Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating the life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody, to the Your Virtual Upline podcast. This is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. Well, the Your Virtual Upline podcast turns 40 today. This is the 40th episode. Super excited for this episode. I think you guys are going to get a ton of value out of this. Now, this is going to be a long one, a little longer than I normally do. And I'm actually going to be sharing with you a training that I did on Facebook Live earlier in the week. And we're going to be talking about what to do when your company announces a new product or a new service. So when your company rolls out a new product or service, which is often a very exciting time for people... What's the right way to use that information? What strategies can you employ? What scripts do you use? What do you say? What do you do? And now I say product or service, but I also want to acknowledge that the strategies that I'm going to share with you in this training, they can really be applied with anything. They can be applied anytime your company announces anything new, compensation plan change, new video, new market, anything. For that matter, I also want to say that a lot of prospecting and recruiting, guys, it's mindset. And the mindset that I'm teaching you here should really be the mindset that you show up with every day in your business. Look, if you need a new product or service to get excited about what you're offering people, then I would venture to guess you're probably going to struggle in your business. See, you've got to be able to manufacture that excitement and urgency. But if you are ever in a position where you do have something new that you want to go back and share with people, I'm going to give you a lot of really good ways to do that. And in my experience, when you have things like a new product launch or a new service or a compensation plan, some sort of an announcement, most people use that information completely the wrong way. And in my opinion, they wind up losing all of the power of having that thing, whatever it is. So I'm going to share with you the training that I did. It's about an hour long, but I know you're going to get a ton of value. I can't remember too many trainings that I've done where I got better or more feedback from people about how much it's helped them. In the comment thread on my Facebook, my Your Virtual Upline Facebook fan page, I have dozens and dozens of people that have said, that was one of the best trainings I've ever heard. I used exactly what you taught. I couldn't believe how well it worked. So I wanted to make this a podcast episode because I know not all of you get a chance to see my live broadcast over there on Facebook. So I hope you get a ton of value out of the message today. I'm going to kick it over to you and I hope you enjoy. Take care. All right, guys, here we are. 
8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Special live training tonight. I'm Bob Heilig, your virtual upline. We're going to talk about what to do when your company announces a new product or service. I've been getting actually a ton of questions from a lot of uh, my followers and a lot of my students on, hey, our company just made a huge announcement. We just rolled out a new product. We just rolled out a new service. And I'm really unsure how to take this exciting piece of information that I have that I want to share with everybody because I'm so excited, but I really want to make sure that I do it the right way. And please be very clear on one thing. There is very much a right and a wrong way to go about rolling out a new product or service, or for that matter, any new piece of information that you ever have. There is definitely a right or wrong way. So I'm going to share with you today, I've literally got about four pages of notes here that I'm going to share with you some tips, some strategies, some actual scripts and things that you can do or say. And here's my goal with this training tonight. I want you that if you are, if you currently are or ever in the position where you've got this new product or service and you want to bring it to your network, I want to help you turn that into a way that you can literally explode your business, that you can shock if your business is on life support, that it will be the electric shock it needs to get you into momentum and to help you start to crush it. So now I do want to, let me say this first, this is just one person's opinion. It's certainly not the be all end all, but I do share this information with you. I know many of you may be new to my trainings. So I just want to let you know kind of my background really quickly to hope to lend some credibility to the information I'm going to give you. This is information that I've used in my personal career, in my 10-year network marketing career. If you've never heard my story, I certainly wasn't an overnight success. I affectionately like to say that I sucked at network marketing. My first year, I didn't recruit a single person. So some of you are probably like, okay, yeah, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Well, the good news is this. I did eventually figure it out, and I did go on over the, the remaining uh, nine years of me being in the industry. I did go on to have a little bit of success. I went on to earn over uh, seven figures in the industry. I've personally recruited over 500 people in my career, and my last company built a team of over 100,000 people worldwide. So I did eventually figure it out. And what I want to do is I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned in my own business that I'm hoping can help you. I've marketed services. I've marketed products. So the information that I'm going to share with you literally will work regardless of the situation. So I do want to remind you guys, don't forget to share this broadcast with your team. If you share it with the people on your team, let me do all the heavy lifting, hopefully train them so that they can get out there and, and take advantage of what we have to say. So Without further ado, here's where I want to start off with. I want to start off by saying this, that when you have a new product that is rolled out, and I know a lot of times they'll do this at company conventions, and I, guys, I can remember the excitement of literally leaving and like running to run through a brick wall. You just can't wait to get home and start sharing, and God bless the person 
that's sitting on the airplane next to you on the way home because we all know they're going to get an earful of whatever you got. And, and if you got some samples, man, they're, they're trying something on the plane on the way home. But we're excited and we want to go and bring this information. But the thing is this. A lot of people in that excitement and enthusiasm, they do it completely the wrong way and they lose the power of having this thing that they have, this gift, right? This precious commodity. That, and that's the way we need to treat the information we have when we have a new product or a new service. So here's the thing. When you've got this information, it is the perfect opportunity for you to go back and recontact literally every single person that's on your list. See, what I always used to do is when I would come off of a, a convention and we'd have a new product launch, I would look at that piece of information as a reason for me to go back to people that I've talked to before. It, did, it doesn't, I don't care if somebody said no to me a hundred times. They said no to me without having this piece of information that I now have. And what we have to understand first and foremost is this. When somebody tells you no, in my mind, there's three factors that influence that no. Number one is the prospect is telling you no based off of number one, what the information you shared with them. Number two, how they've seen you do in the company, right? How you've done, how long you've been involved. And the third thing is the timing for them. Now, here's what I've come to learn in my 10-year career. Different timing, potentially different result. Maybe you do better. Maybe you stick it out. But the, the one piece that we're talking about tonight is this. When you have new information that you can present to a prospect, that may influence a different decision. And here's the gift that you have. You've got a reason now to go back to people. Now, I get what the struggle is. Okay, so I get it. I need to go back to them, but what the heck am I supposed to say to them? That's where people get stuck. That's where people get tripped up. That's where people feel afraid because they're like, I want to give it to them, but I don't know how. So I'm going to give you some strategies tonight. But let's just acknowledge that one thing. New information will a lot of times influence a new decision in our prospects. Now, here's the problem, though. Most people go about this completely the wrong way. So here's what they do. And this is typical, and I've seen this happen. And guys, I've been as guilty of this as anybody else. I am reformed, so that's why I can teach you. Here's what they do. They go right to Facebook. They go right to social media. They start posting incessantly right? Images and, and things and promotional flyers. And they just keep posting over and over again about the new product out of their excitement and enthusiasm. And then the other thing they do is this. They start spamming the people that they know, just shooting them texts and calls and emails. Oh my God, we've got this new product. You won't believe it. They give them all the information. They start verbally vomiting all over the people that they know. And it's no wonder that that's not an effective approach. See, here's what we have to understand first and foremost. Your prospects, they weren't at the national convention with you. They weren't sitting there next to you. They didn't see what you saw. They don't know what you know, so their response is not going to be the same as your response. So I'm gonna give you one of the biggest pieces of advice I could ever give you. So if you hear nothing else, hear this. You need to treat that information that you have about this new product or service 
Like it is the most precious commodity on the face of the earth. See, the mistake that most people make is they give it away for free all day long, all the time, and they devalue the information. See, you need to protect it. You need to hold it tightly in your arms like it's that precious commodity. And you need to very carefully and very intentionally give it to people in a specific way. Now, am I saying you shouldn't post on social media? Not at all. As a matter of fact, in a couple of minutes, I'm going to share with you what I think the right way to post on social media about that new product or service. But before I do that, I want to give you some strategies of how to approach people. And I want to start off with this. I want to start off with teaching you how you can go to people that you've already spoken to. Now, for most of you, that's going to be probably the largest portion of your list. You've already shared your opportunity with them. You've already approached them about being a customer. They've told you no at some point in time. Some of you, they've told you no multiple times. So let's start with that group of people because that's probably going to be the biggest. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a couple of different approaches, some strategies that I've used that I promise you each and every one of you will be able to find one of these strategies that you'll feel comfortable with. Here's the first one. And guys, this is so simple, but it's so effective. I've had hundreds and hundreds of my students do this simple approach and they couldn't believe how effective it was. Here's what it is. It's called the checking back in approach where literally all you're doing is you're reaching out to a prospect and you're saying something like this. Hey, Laura, I just wanted to check back in with you and see if the timing was any better for you to revisit the opportunity I shared with you. I just wanted to check back in with you and see if the timing was any better for you to maybe reconsider the products that we spoke about. Here's the reason why I'm reaching out to you. So if they give you a positive response, meaning they say, that was you, Laura, you, you won the lottery. Your name came up when I was about to say that. But here's the thing. If I say, hey, Laura, is the timing any better for you? And I shut up. Now notice, here's the key thing. Shutting up is the key thing. Because most of you, here's what you'll do. Is the timing any better? You won't even give them a chance to answer, and then you verbally vomit everything you know about the product. That's not going to be an effective approach. Because remember, guys, we want to hold it like it's a precious commodity. I've got this thing. I want to give it to you. It's so good. But is the timing any better? They give you a positive response. Then here's what you do. You say something like this. Look, here's the reason why I'm reaching out. We just got off of a convention. My company just announced what I believe is the biggest product launch we've ever had. Now, notice what I'm doing in this language. I am going to start to create a fear of loss. Guys, I'm telling you right now, the greatest motivator when it comes to moving people to action is not potential gain. It's fear of loss. And what I'm talking about right now, Heidi, I'm talking about if you're doing a new product launch or a new service, but by the way, it works for the opportunity just the same. See, the approaches that I teach, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about product or opportunity, it's all the same. But here, let me get back to what I was saying. So I'm going to say something like this to Julie. I'm going to say, Julie, listen, I have literally never been more excited about this opportunity and my future. 
Now notice what I'm saying. I've never been more excited about this company and my future. Now I'm saying this, now notice, I haven't even gotten into what the product is yet. Because what I want, I want to do is I want to create curiosity. I want them literally on the edge of their seat, like what the hell is the product? That's what I want to do. I want to get them coming to me wanting it. I'm giving them a little, the breadcrumb trail. I'm leading them to what I want to give them. Now, the other big part about this is timing. Guys, if you can create a fear of loss about timing, there's never been a better time for somebody to look at this company than today. We just had the biggest product launch of our two-year, five-year, 10-year, 20-year career. Now, that's just one person's opinion. But I'm telling you, that conversation with the right prospect, their antennas are going to start to go up. Because guys, here's the reality. Most people are not excited about their future. So if you say, I've never been more excited about my future, the right prospect is going to be drawn to that. Now, here's the key, though. So once they start to show interest, this is where we go wrong. As a network marketer, when I think about my first year, when I didn't recruit a single person, here's what I used to do. The slightest hint that somebody gave to me that they were interested, I literally pounced over them like a tiger. I mean, it was like, okay, here's all of it, but we don't want to do that. Here's what we want to do is we want to be able to give them the information, but do it in a way that's going to be effective. I'm going to introduce you to a concept. It's called third party. One of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is that they physically present all of the information about this new product or service. They explain it, they answer questions, and when we do that, what we're doing is we are positioning ourselves like we're the expert. And what we also are doing unknowingly, and sometimes our prospect doesn't even realize it, is we talk people right out of being interested. Because guys, here's what happens. When your prospect, every step of the way, is judging whether they would like to be a part of your business by what they see you doing and saying. So if they see you explaining and they see you answering questions, guys, I get it. You're only doing it out of your excitement. That comes across like you're selling, like you're making yourself the expert. And prospects, here's what they think. I don't have the time to do that. I don't have the ability to do it. If you've ever had a prospect say something like this to you, well, I could see how you would be good at something like that. I'm just not a salesperson. Here's what that means. You're talking too much. See, when you understand the concept of third party, here's all it is, guys. Third, see, third party is really easy to remember. It's literally anything but you. So here's what we do. Instead of just giving them the information as much as we want to, we allow somebody or something else to do it. Let me give you some examples of what third party are. If your company, most companies, when they roll out a new product, they also have some sort of a promotional video that explains what the product is. Well, instead of actually giving the information, just play the video for the prospect. Hey, you know what? I could explain it, but I've got a video that will do such a better job than I could. Here's the magic question, okay? If I, would you? If I gave you the video, would you watch it? Magical question to ask. When your prospect says, yes, I would, 
the chance of them actually watching it now will be double what it was before because they've agreed to you that they would watch it. Now, another example would be taking them to the website. Maybe there's information, you know, hey, are you in front of a computer? I'd like to send you to the company's website so you can see what this product is all about. Or maybe it might be a brochure or a pamphlet. Or maybe you have a physical sample of the product. And you could say, you know what, here's what I always used to do. When I came back from a convention and I had a new piece of information and I was guarding it like a precious commodity, I always wanted to try to get face-to-face -face with people. See, I'm going to tell you this. With your best prospects, you need to do two things. You need to pick up the freaking telephone and you need to call them or you need to text or Facebook message them, setting up a time to talk, but deliver this conversation live on the phone because this, your best prospects will appreciate you taking the time to actually make a personal invitation, all right? Let me tell you a quick story. I have a friend of mine who is a real estate agent that when I bought a house a couple of months ago, I didn't call him to try to help me find a house because anytime he reached out to me about, hey, do you know anybody looking to buy a house? It was always by text message. And you know what? I got a call, a physical phone call from a guy that I only kind of knew that called, took the time to call me up and say, hey, Bob, I don't know if you're in the market, but if you ever are or if you ever know someone, I would really appreciate you considering me as your real estate agent. And you know what? I hired that guy and I bought a very nice home from him because he took the time to make a personal invitation. And if you don't think that your best prospects don't feel the same way, you're wrong. So pick up the phone or at least use technology to set up a conversation. And then here's what's even best. Get face to face. Hey, let's meet for coffee. I have a sample of it. I want to show you some stuff. Let's reconnect anyway. Here's another magical line. I'm just, I'm giving you all this stuff right now. Hopefully you're taking notes because I didn't keep track of what I'm saying. But here's what you want to do. Hey, it would be great to catch up anyway. At the end of that, I would always say, hey, let's get on the phone. Let's meet face to face. I, I really want to share this with you. It'd be great to catch up anyway. So that's some language you can use. But listen, that checking back in approach, creating fear of loss, creating a sense of urgency around the timing. And always remember, I'm going to keep saying this. Treat the information like it is a precious commodity. Don't give it away freely because you cheapen it if you do. Okay. I don't even know where I am on my notes. I'm just all over the place tonight. But I'm excited. So hopefully you're getting some value. All right. So here's the next thing. The market research approach. This one is good. So here's what it is. If you're afraid of talking to people because you don't want them to reject you, this approach is for you because it is literally impossible for you to be rejected. So if you want that, here's your approach. Here's what it is. So the market research approach goes like this. Carrie is, is lucky up there. So I call Carrie and I say, hey, Carrie, listen, or I shoot her a message, whatever. I say, Carrie, look, I need your help. Now, if this is somebody that has already told you no before, here's the beauty of this approach. I can say to Carrie, this is called an a super indirect approach. Carrie, I know you're not interested in the business, but I need your help. My company just came out with a new product, a new service. 
I've never been more excited. And they actually are looking for me to do some market research. And I need some people that I can trust to give me their honest opinion. If I gave you, now notice what I'm going to do. I'm going right back to the if I would you question. If I gave you a sample of the product, would you try it and let me know what you think? And here's the thing, Carrie, don't hold any punches here. I want you to shoot holes in this thing. I want you to tell me it sucks. I want you to be what you're best, which is a realist, quotations, negative, but you can use this on anyone, right? So I need some people that I can trust to, to try this product or I've got a new, we have a product and we came out with this new video and I really need your help. Would you, if I sent you a short video, would you watch it and let me know what you think? Now guys, notice I've not said anything yet about what it is. This is critical. Don't make yourself the expert. Don't, right, always remember this, the less you say, the more you're going to make. Now, here's a really good strategy that goes alongside of the market research approach. It's also called the hot market approach, where you go to some of your closest family and friends, and you say something like this to them. Listen, I need five to 10 people that I can trust, not to become my customer, but to test market a new product we have for 30 days and give me some honest feedback. I'd like you, here's three words. I'm gonna give you three, these words are gold. Try, compare, feedback. Would you be willing to try this new product or service just for 30 days, that's all I'm asking. Compare it to what you're already using and give me some feedback because here's why mom, sister, best friend, coworker, your feedback is going to help me tremendously in my marketing of this new product. Guys, that's a very difficult approach for people to resist. Notice what I've said. I'm only looking for a 30-day offer. I'm leveraging the fact that, that I'm close to them. I need your help. I need your support. This is going to help me moving forward. Now, why do I do this? Because I know that if I can at the very least get them to try the product, so as I talk, if I can get them to try the product, here's the power in that. I never know what's gonna be the thing that's gonna flip the switch of them. And I'm really gonna test my ability to do videos because I'm walking around my office. So I never know trying a product that they haven't tried before. Maybe they come back to me and they say, you know what? That was amazing. I need to know more about this. And now I'm in a conversation with them about what I'm doing. Or maybe they say it sucks and you say, okay, great. Thanks for the feedback. And you move on to the next person. Now, if your company doesn't have any samples, you may not use the hot market approach where you're like, hey, try this, but you're not giving them a sample. You're asking them to buy it. Listen, how much is a 30 day supply of what you have? If it's less than a hundred bucks, you should, listen, it's not a bad thing to ask people to support your business. If you owned a traditional business and if you owned a pizza shop and somebody you knew was going to a competitor of yours and buying someone else's pizza, that would not be okay with you. So if somebody you know is using a product that is comparable to what you have, and you know your product is superior and it is competitively priced, 
you should at the very least expect that the people that are close to you should be willing to at least give this product a try, compare it to what they're using, and give you feedback. The market research approach is amazing. If you've got a video, if you've got a brochure, any piece of information, get it in front of them, and it's a very effective way to, once again, new information, maybe new decision. Here's a third approach, and this is a novel one. Just be direct with people. Listen, when I used to come off a convention, I used to have people that were like on my chicken list that I was afraid to call, right? We all have those people. And here's what's really funny. What I learned to do was this. If you are afraid of calling someone about your business or what you have, here is the easiest way to get over that fear. Call them up and tell them you are afraid to call them. Whatever it is that's holding you back. If they've told you no before, or if you're afraid because they're very successful, call them up and the first thing you say is, look, you're gonna probably think this is silly, but I've actually been afraid to call you because I respect how successful you are. Or I've been nervous to call you because I know that you told me no before. If you acknowledge it in the very beginning, you diffuse it. But here's the beauty of the direct approach. Here's what the conversation should sound like. Now keep in mind, when I say sound like, you can also be messaging this through Facebook or text messaging, although it's not gonna be nearly as effective. So remember, with your best products, with your best prospects, try to do it by phone. But here's what the direct approach sounds like. Guys, this right here is worth its weight in gold. I had to call you because I would kill myself if I didn't. Now, here's the magic line. I used to say this all the time. My company, we just came out with a new product, with a new service. Now I'm going back to language I've already given you. I've never been more excited in my life about where this is, the timing of it, and my future. And then here's the magic line, guys. If you're taking notes, write this down. I needed to call you because if this thing goes half as well as I think it is going to go, and you run into me a year from now and see how well I'm doing and I didn't say something to you, you may never talk to me ever again. That's mic drop right there. Guys, that line right there is so powerful. I'm only calling you because if you see me a year from now and this thing goes half as well as I think it could go, if this is half as big as I think it's gonna be and I did not say anything to you, you may never talk to me again. So look, I don't know. Now I'm going to give you another line right now. It may or may not be for you, but would you at least be open to taking a look? I'll say it again. If this thing is half as big as I think it's going to be, if it goes half as well as I think it's going to go, and you see me a year from now and I never said anything to you, you may not talk to me ever again. Guys, that is pure gold. Now I want to go back to what I've already reiterated several times. I've not said anything about what it actually is. Guys, if you can just, and I know this is easier said than done, because it is easier to just give them the information, but if you protect it like it's a precious commodity, what I'm doing is I am generating curiosity, interest. I've got people salivating, waiting to find out what it is. That is the position, because once you can get them leaning in towards you, 
you are in a position of power now and you don't explain it, you use the third party tools to deliver the information, you will be amazed at how much more effective you're gonna be. So let me give you another one. So let's use this approach. What if you have some existing customers that you would like to maybe go to? Now I'm gonna assume that most of you that are on this Facebook Live, yes, you do wanna get more customers. We need customers. Customers are so important to business, but ideally as business builders, what we're looking for are people that are gonna do what we do. We're looking for consultants, for reps, people that are gonna go out and duplicate our efforts. So let me give you a strategy of how you can get existing customers to wanna become representatives. Here's what you do. Same thing, everything we just talked about before applies. You've used some of those same strategies. You've gotten that customer on the phone. You're following that same process, but here's a very powerful conversation to have with a customer. Ask them this first, how have you liked the products? Find out if they've had a positive product experience. And if they come back and they say to you, I love them, it's been life changing. If they've had a very positive experience with the products, this is the perfect person for you to do this with. Here's all you do. You say something to the effect of this. You say, look, we just came out with this new product. I've never been more excited in my life about the timing of this, about my future. If this is half as big as I think it could be a year from now, I can't even wrap my head around what my life is going to be like, right? I'm, I'm creating a fear of loss. But then here's the beauty of it. And I'm talking to you like you're the customer. Hey, Sylvia, have you ever considered that what you just shared with me just your experience with the products that you did so easily, it literally took you a minute or two. Have you ever considered that you literally could start getting paid for just doing that? All you have to do is share your experience. Like you're gonna tell people about the products anyway, they're gonna see you. Hey, you lost weight, your skin looks better, this, that. You're gonna tell them anyway. So why not get paid to do that? Hey, let me play this video for you and show you how easy it is to introduce somebody to this business. Do you have three minutes? Yeah, let's watch it. Boom, let me ask you this, Sylvia. Could you press play and have somebody watch that video? Well, yeah, of course I could. Well, do you understand if you got somebody to watch that video and they said, hmm, I'm interested or you got a sample of the product in their hands and they said, I wanna know more information. All you have to do is get them in contact with me. You don't need to be an expert. You don't need to be able to explain it. You don't need to be able to answer the questions. I'll do all the heavy lifting for you. You introduce them when you find them, get them to me and let me help do all of that for you. See, what I'm doing for an existing customer is this. I am trying to oversimplify the business because if they think, see most people, they think doing the business is way so way more difficult than it actually is. When we boil it, if we do it right and we boil it down to its most basic form, all we do is share stories. And if you're using third-party tools, we press play. We get them on the phone. 
we get the sample in their hand. We get them on the three-way call. And when we find someone that's interested, we pass them to someone else. Now, if you're doing this the wrong way and you're explaining it, you're answering questions, you're not using third-party tools, that's the reason why your customers only want to be customers. So you make it seem like it's almost ridiculous why they wouldn't at least want to throw their hat in the ring and give it a shot, right? So that's a really good strategy for existing customers. Now, at the very least, what we want to do is we want to take our existing customer base and we want to try to increase the average value of each customer. So if you're buying product A from me and you love it, don't you think that there's a pretty good chance you're going to buy product B? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, do me a favor. Test market this out for 30 days. You've loved product A. Try product B. Compare it to what you're already using. Give me some feedback. If you like it, hey, we can add this to your product order each month. If you hate it, you'll never have to buy it again. Guys, you could use that strategy. You could double your personal customer volume, potentially triple it just by doing that. Remember, somebody who has bought from you once is going to be 10 times more likely to buy from you again. So even if you have customers that are no longer buying from you, they're gonna be 10 times more likely to buy this new product from you than the people that have never bought anything. So don't forget that. Okay, next. All right, so the next thing is this. Let's talk about social media. So I wanna talk about social media and then I want to talk, I want to take some time to answer some questions, all right? So let's talk about posting on Facebook. Now, I already, in the if you join late in the very beginning, I talked about some of the mistakes that people make when they these new product announcements are made, these new services are rolled out. They have a tendency to just want to go on Facebook and just blast their page. It's this, it's that. It's Here's the first mistake they make. They focus on features instead of benefits. I'm gonna give you a marketing principle right now that when I understood this, because you guys you understand, social media is not prospecting. When you post on social media, that's not prospecting. That is marketing. Marketing is very different. There are core fundamental principles of marketing that if you wanna be successful marketing, you have to understand. Here's one of them. Guys, this is a game changer if you get this. People do not buy products or services. They buy outcomes. So here's what I want you to imagine. Your customer, your potential customer, your potential prospect, their current reality is A. They're right here. Everybody has a desired reality, which is B. Now, if you can get someone to understand that you have a product a service, an opportunity that can help them get from A to B, they will buy your product and they will join your business. Laura has it right. People don't buy drills. They buy holes. They buy a drill because they need a hole. So the big mistake that I see people making when they're posting on Facebook is all they do is talk about the features. It's got ABC in it, and it does this, and it's 15% more than that, and the clinical study says this, and you can get it for half off, and it's buy one, get one free, limited time only, blah, 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 feature, 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 feature. 
Now, those of you that are guilty of doing that over and over and over and over again, which, look, I was one of those people. I was as guilty as anyone. But I have a name, affectionately, for what I used to be and what you are, and it's an infomercial. And I am here to tell you, don't be an infomercial. If all you do all day long, if I were to go to your Facebook page and all I would see was post after post about your company, feature, 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 how great, how great, how great. Andrea, this applies to product service opportunity does not matter across the board. If, if that's what I see when I go to your Facebook page, then you are an infomercial for your company. Now, I want you to think about this. If you were watching television and there was this one channel that every time you tune to that channel, it was the same infomercial running over and over and over again. How long do you really think you would actually tune into that channel? See, once you knew what was on there, you'd never go back. And I am here to tell you that that is what is happening to many of you if you're guilty of being an infomercial. Your prospects are not even tuning into your channel anymore. So here's what we have to learn how to do, all right? Now, this whole concept of posting on social media is it's a training in and of itself. Now, I don't want to leave you without giving you something that can help you. So here's what I will encourage you to do. On the note of like, tell me what to do, I'm going to direct you. I have a podcast, okay? There is almost 40 hours of absolutely free training. It's called the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. If you go to iTunes and you search your virtual upline, or if you go to my website, which is bobheilig.com, I have my podcast right on there. I've got hours and hours and hours of training that will teach you what you should be posting. But let me give you a specific example. So let's talk about what does it mean that instead of posting about features, posting about benefits? Well, let me use a classic example that you see a lot, a before and after. A lot of product companies have before and afters. And I think before and afters are incredibly powerful. Before and afters are some of the most powerful stuff that you can use on social media. The problem is people use them too frequently. They're not giving anything else of value so people are tuning out and they position them the wrong way. Now, the wrong way would look like this. I post a before and after, and in the copy of the before and after, all that's there is just features of that, that we've been talking about. Here's the right way to do it. Post the before and after. If you want to have some information in there about the product, that's fine, but make it personal. Tell me the story of the person that's in that picture. Think about People don't buy products, they buy outcomes. So think about this. If I, let's say you're marketing a weight loss product. If I'm overweight, how do I feel today? I feel insecure, right? I don't wanna go outside, I'm not confident, I have no energy. Well, if you have a weight loss shake, the desired outcome for me is I'm fit, I'm confident, I have energy, I'm out and about, right? I'm getting dates, I'm looking good, I'm at the gym. Well, in that before and after in the copy, tell me the story of poor little Jose that used to feel this way and now he feels like this. Tell me that. 
communicate outcomes, communicate benefits. Don't just focus on features and watch how much more engagement people you get. Now, I use the word engagement. I didn't tell you what that is. See, there's a very easy way for you to tell if your strategy of what you're doing on social media is effective. If people, engagement is this. When somebody likes, comments, or shares your content, that's engagement. The more likes and comments and shares you get, the better it is to your overall strategy. If nobody is liking, commenting, and sharing what you're doing, I got news for you. What you're doing isn't working, so stop. Do something different. Now, here's a sub little subset of that. Some of you are like, well, I'm getting comments. I get a ton of likes. Okay, how many of those people that are liking your posts are not in your company? Because if all you're doing is as a company just liking each other's stuff, yeah, that's great. If I was in high school, I might feel pretty popular, but social media is not a popularity contest. Social media is about adding value to other people and monetizing, making money, making sales, recruiting people. That's what it's ultimately about. So unless you're getting people that are not in your company to like, comment, and share, then you ain't doing it right. So what I'm asking you to do is to consider doing it different. Now, I'm gonna end this training and I'm gonna answer some questions. I'm gonna end this training with two, if I were you, there's two things that I would do. Actually, I'm gonna give you one strategy, that the before and after thing we talked about, but I'm gonna give you one strategy that I would do. See, the number one thing that I learned to do on Facebook that exploded my business, and literally it's allowed me in nine months to go, like a year ago, I went from doing my first video ever. I had never even done a video before. And in nine months of this year, I've built a million dollar online training company through live videos, just like this. Now I'm not bragging to you, but I just wanna communicate. I know a little bit something, I know a little something about doing videos. If I were you, here's what I would do tomorrow. I would take that product that I have, and I know for some of you, you're gonna be like, this dude is crazy. I am not doing a Facebook Live because I am terrified. And I promise you, if you just trust me and you do it, you will be, your, your mind will be blown at what you see happen. I would do a Facebook Live video and here's what I would do, right? Paige knew where I was going. She's like, man, I shouldn't even have got on here, but now you're on and now you got to do it. So I would take the product that I have or the service and I would shoot a very short, educational video. So let me explain to you what I mean. If I always, I use this analogy a lot. If you're marketing a skincare product and let's say that the product actually improves your complexion and it's because of a certain ingredient or it's a certain type, maybe it's like an all day moisturizer. I would do a short video where I would sit down beforehand and I would just put some bullet points. Okay. And guys, here's the easiest way to get the information you need. Go to the website, go to the brochure, all of that information's in there. When companies write sales copy, they write it with the benefits in mind. So it's already out there, but put your things together. So let's say you're doing it on daily moisturizer. So I, sh I shoot a short video and it sounds like this. Hey, Bob Heilig here. Hey guys, listen, I wanted to just shoot a quick video. And by the way, if you're scared, tell people, look, I've been scared to death, but I just wanna, I, I learned something I had to share with you. I don't know if any of you use daily moisturizers, but I had to share, I'm not an expert, 
but I learned something that I just wanted to share with you because I'm hoping that you can get similar value as to what I'm doing, all right? So I shoot this short video and I'm not talking about the specific product. So a lot of times people are like, well, our company doesn't allow us to do it. You're not talking about your company's product. It's nothing to do with your company. You're doing a video about skincare. If I'm in a skincare company and they forbid me to do videos on their products, that's fine. But they can't forbid me to do a video on skincare if I don't mention the company. So here's the magic tip though. You talk about, look, I just found out the importance. There's, there's three reasons why that really having a, a daily moisturizer, I never knew. And I educate you. I teach you something. I give you value. Look, I didn't know that. I don't know if you did. I'm hoping it can help you. And ho oh, by the way, guys, if you don't have, and this is the magic right now, listen, if you don't have a product that you are absolutely in love with, shoot me a private message and I can make some recommendations to you. Thanks for joining me. I am here to tell you, you do that video and you will 1000% get someone to message you and say, hey, that was a cool video. What products do you use? Here's the magic behind this. Guys, when you create content that is company specific all the time, what it does is it raises resistance in your prospects. When they feel like they're being sold, their resistance goes up. I'll give you a perfect example. I do it all the time. I walk into a retail store. The salesperson comes up to me. I need help. I don't know what I'm, I don't know how to find what I'm looking for. They ask you, hey, can I help you? And what do we all say? No, I'm good. We're conditioned. That's called raising resistance. And then I walk five feet away. I'm like, why the hell did I just do that? I need help. Then I feel like a, you know what? going over and saying, oh, well, by the way, I kind of do need help, right? When you're creating content about your company, that's what's happening to your prospects who are on the other side of that. So here's another marketing principle. You have to learn, guys, this is so good, all right? I learned this from my mentor. One of my mentors, Ray Higdon, he taught me this. One of the greatest marketers I know. Ray taught me that you have to learn how to start creating curiosity instead of raising resistance. That is so good. So how do you create curiosity? Don't mention the company. Don't mention the product. Give them value, teach them something. You don't need to be an expert, tell them. Look, I'm not an expert on weight loss, but I learned something today. I had to share it with you. I wanna shoot this short video. Here's what I didn't know. That video should be no longer than three minutes. Ideally, one to two minutes in length, Press broadcast, go live, get right into it, deliver the goods, and at the end of the video, say this. Guys, if you don't have a product you're absolutely in love with, shoot me a message and I can make some recommendations. Now, notice what else I said. I said recommendations. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what product I'm going to recommend. I know what product I'm going to recommend to them. It's going to be my product. Now, this is a great strategy because if you get somebody saying, hey, what do you recommend? And I'm like, oh, well, I have this product. Guys, it is such a natural progression for you to then have a conversation about the opportunity. And look, Kath, I get it. It's deathly terrifying. You know how long it took me a year to do my first video? I was paralyzed. And if nobody paid, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Here's a mistake, a big mistake people make with Facebook Live. They hit broadcast nobody's on, especially if you've never done a video and people are not conditioned to watch your videos, you're going to be talking to, to no one. 
But I see people do this and they just stare at that they're waiting for somebody to get on. Listen, here's what you need to understand about Facebook Live. The power of Facebook Live is what happens when you're done. 99% of the people that see your video are going to watch the recording. So with that in mind and knowing you only have a couple of seconds to grab people's attention in the very beginning of the video, tell me why I should watch the video. Say something like this, create curiosity. Hey, Bob Heilig here. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled with your complexion? Have you ever struggled with your weight? Do you lack energy? If so, I want to share with you something that I learned. So I'm giving you a reason to watch, but I'm getting right into it, delivering the goods. And yes, Jill, it does get easier. I am telling you, Creating live videos has been the single greatest thing I've ever done in my life for my business, but my students, right? I have thousands of students since I started this business. I have never seen one thing that has created a breakthrough for people more than when they are willing to put themselves out there on video. And if they do it the right way, just like I'm teaching, the way that you see people respond, you will be blown away. I'm telling you, this could be the very thing that is the tipping point for you in your business. So, hey, let's do this. I've taken a lot of your time. We're at 50 minutes. This went a little longer than I thought, but I do want to be able to answer a few questions. So let me go ahead and do that. And I apologize if you've already answered the questions, but I'm just going to have to go from this point forward. Sandy, here's the beauty. If you don't have a new product, you can still do this with anything you have. It's just a mindset. If I have a video that you've never seen, Hey, I need your opinion. I've got this new sales tool, this new video, this video. They don't know. They've never seen it before. I have a product. See, here's what's interesting. People get so excited when there's something new, right? Like, oh my God, we're launching, we're launching Australia. I need to get reps in Australia. How do I do that? Well, here's a question. Do you have any reps in your hometown? Do you realize if you were as excited about building in your hometown as you are in Australia, you'd have a team in your hometown? It's mindset. We need to teach ourselves. We need to force ourselves into being excited about everything we do. And if we show up excited with enthusiasm, if you could bottle the feeling you have right now with this new product, and if you could force yourself into feeling that way every day, and that's how you talk to people, that's how you showed up, you'd be a top earner in your company in a matter of two to three years like that. And that's the secret, right? It's just the mindset of that. Lori is not giving up on marrying me. I just got married. So Shannon might have an issue with that, Lori, but we, you know, we'll, that'll be to be continued. So, hey, Tracy, she says, what if there are uh, lots of reps from the same company using this method? Well, Tracy, you have to understand this. The people that you're connected to, you're like that aren't in your company. They're not connected to all the other reps that are in your company. So you have this little community that you own, that's your world. Maybe you've got one or two or three reps that are in that community. But if you do it the right way, here's another, and I'm glad you asked this question, Tracy. Thank you for asking this. I forgot to make this really important point. You have to understand this. People don't join companies. They join other people. People are going to join you in your business because they see value in you. They like you. They like your style. Look, the training that I give, you can get the training I give from a lot of other people. But why do people buy it from me? Because they like my style. They like the way I give it to them. That sounds really 
inappropriate, but let's just skip past that. But they like my style. They like the stories I tell. People are going to buy from you because it's you. Videos are an amazing way to build something called know, like, and trust. The more people see you, if you're teaching them, they're learning from you, they're giving you value, they get to know you, they like you, they trust you, here's the secret sauce. Live video allows you to build something, a phrase that I've coined, somebody else has probably said it, but live video allows you to build no love and trust. Guys, you get somebody to know, love and trust you, they will literally buy anything you have, they will join you in any business in the world. I can't tell you how many times after executing this strategy, of doing videos and giving value, I'd have people reach out to me and say, look, I don't even care what company you're in. I want to join you. Now, I'm not involved with a network marketing company anymore. I have no affiliation because I want to, I'm focusing on doing what I'm doing here. I'm building my own business. But that's what this process of videos, that's what it does. And Tracy, the, cr the cream always rises to the top. And once again, you're building that relationship with people. That's why they're going to join you. Okay, let's take like two or three more questions. Katrina said, so after you say this may or may not be for you, the next, so I have three phrases. I teach three phrases that you can start using that will instantly make you a better recruiter. Here's what they are. It may or may not be for you. Phrase number two is, would you be open? Look, uh, Katrina, it may or may not be for you, but would you be open to taking a look? And then the third phrase is, if I would you, if I gave you a video, would you watch it? Gave you a sample, would you try it? Those three phrases are magic. Mario markets travel service and energy. Now, Mario, a lot of what we talked about may not necessarily apply to you because maybe the process of buying or trying is different, but the checking back in approach works. The market research approach works. The direct approach. A lot of what we did talk about does work from you. There's just small pieces of information that may be more geared towards products than services, but we, you can still do a lot of what we talked about. All right, guys, that's it. Episode 40 in the books. I hope you got a lot of value out of that. I know some of you were probably going crazy because you're like trying to frantically take notes and pause and play. Hopefully you, you weren't trying to do that while you were driving. That's not recommended, but hope you got some value. Uh, leave me a rating and review if you did. And uh, as I mentioned in the training, don't forget to go check me out over on my website, bobheilig.com for more great free training like that. And also my Facebook uh, fan page where I did that training. I'm going to be doing a ton more live trainings. So make sure you go like my page, your virtual upline. So thanks for being here today, guys. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. <laughs>